You're listening to the OneOfUs.net Podcast Network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. <laughs> I mean, I do the Rob Zombie version. I'm your right? boogeyman. No, I'm doing, it's the, what I it's, am. I'm doing the Rob Zombie version. I know, but Casey Sunshine and can, Casey Sunshine. Casey's, that's his name. Yeah, yeah Casey Sunshine, Sunshine yeah. Band. Yeah. Or, and the band, whatever. Band is the middle name. Casey Band. <laughs> Casey Band Sunshine yeah. Esquire. Uh, I was listening to that the other day and I was like, man, I cannot wait to watch the, the Boogeyman. And oops. <laughs> well, you know, look, this new movie. <laughs> Any the, review that has it like, Okay, look. Look, no, no, no. I, I do feel like we need to like be very clear. First off, this is a Stephen King adaptation, which is why I kind of like sight unseen will go into any Stephen King adaptation because I mean he really is for the longest time was like, is he the master of horror? But after years of Clive Barker stopping delivering uh, on good <laughs> stuff, I was like, okay, no, it is Stephen yeah. King. In I fact, mean, you know, yeah, there's yeah. at least a potential yeah. for it to be like really interesting. And no, good. Right? Yeah. You're like the, the man has made. I mean, the guy's a. He, he himself is a monster of writing, as He's you will. It's incredibly unbe- prolific. Unbelievable how high his quality is considering the amount of pro- like stuff he puts but out. But his lows. Yeah, no, he has some real lows out there. I'm going to say Tommyknockers is, is probably the maybe single worst thing he ever wrote. Not Dreamcatcher? Dreamcatcher is really bad, but Tommyknockers is boring. Oh. But is this. Is- this is on a short story, yes. Yeah, this is short. Yeah. This is and, from and, like if it bleeds or something. No, no, like no. That? This is from his first short story collection ever. Skeleton Crew, Night Shift. Oh, Night Shift. The first oh. short story collection he ever put out. Which many stories from it have been adapted over the years. Yeah, but this was the one that I remember reading. This. This was the maybe the scariest story in this collection. Because this is the short story. It's just supposed to be the uh, the like the two piece of uh, the psychiatrist and the guy, right? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Spend I don't time. <laughs> I really meant to go back and reread it before we did this review because it's just a short story. Come on, Chris, how long is that going to take? Jesus and I Christ, pick it up! I, I think I remember having that thought too, and I just blanked on doing that. I, I think it is just supposed to be the story between the psychiatrist, the dad in this uh, movie, and then um, uh, this guy who says, "I saw the boogeyman." And uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's a truly scary story, no question about it. And this was originally just supposed to go out to streaming, apparently. Ooh. And Stephen, as is apparently the tradition now, any Stephen King adaptation before they decide what they're going to actually do with it, they screen it for Stephen King and see what he has to say about it. He has literally said every one of his adaptations, this is the best one ever. No, he has a bad habit of like. He has the really worst habit. Fully supporting and saying it's amazing of every film until like three years later, and then he'll come out and shit all over. I mean, I was on a lot of ludes. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he's doing his due diligence as someone who gets a cut of the check of the, yeah. you know, well, yeah. He yeah. went, like, y'all are, I think the quote was something like, y'all are crazy if you don't release this in theaters. And honestly, having seen this, I get it. Like, 
this is a film made for high school kids who are the bulk of the audience, the horror audience who yeah. are like, I just want to see a film. My girlfriend is going to like put her head into her chat in my, into my chest. And yeah, like, yeah. you know, honestly, like any studio who's thinking of releasing their horror straight to streaming or a four, you know, like horror is making a shit ton of money at the box office. It always right, does. Right. Always it, does. it always does. Mediocre and, to great ones to like, like whatever they are, bad ones. Like they're, you like eighty percent of them are hitting, and they, and they if they were released on streaming, they have to be like upper echelon, really great movies to like then people for like the social like zeitgeist to, like mm-hmm. permeate throughout. Yeah, but like it, if it's just on like I don't know Hulu, uh, it's just like it's gonna get lost in the which weed. is a shame because there's some genuinely great horror that got just shit out on like Hulu specifically, right? Even. Right, like uh, what, his house was that the one? Yeah, that one's oh good. yeah, Trem- that's right. Tremendously great horror film that like nobody knows about oh, because man. it just got shit out. And what was the one like the Tinder blind date one with Shabazz- oh, Sebastian Stan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fresh, year. yeah, fresh. fresh. Like, that one's a really good Amazing. one, but that one got really got that, lost. That, yeah. that got released though. I thought no, from no, Hulu. No, no, it was, it was just in in there and like. I don't, don't even get me started on Prey. Oh, uh, the, oh yeah, yeah, right. The, the yeah. Predator film that's the first truly great one since 2 that is so good. And then half the people I know don't even know there it, there was another yeah. Predator film. That was a real fumble. Man, yeah. That movie does rip. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, now, that's not The Boogeyman. No. Yes, <laughs> uh, similar enough faces, though. Yeah. Well, you know. First off, they get a streaming director, Rob Savage, who had a unexpected, really, you know, minor but a significant hit with this film Host, which was, and I forget the name. It's na- him? Yeah. He with, did the, the, yeah. the pa- pandemic movie? Yeah. 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 No shit. Yeah. Which, is, which is a good movie. Which is I like good, that movie. Which is a solid little, like, I forget that there's a specific term for found footage that's all on a computer screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what the term is, but there is a term uh, for that. Crap? Uh, no, but there's some good ones. There's that one they do with John Cho. It's not yeah, a horror and film. They had a missing. Uh, yeah. yeah, missing. Really good no, film. The, was it Searching? Searching. Searching. And yeah, the new yeah. one's missing. The new one's missing. Yeah. Yeah. I have not watched Missing, but the, I heard it was good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. solid. Those yeah. movies are hard to hard to pull off. They get real tedious, but yeah, there's a skill to them. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely a skill. And Host is like, I think generally speaking, most people go, that's one of the better ones oh, out yeah. there. Because like, of the running time, too. It's only like helps. 60 minutes. Yeah. Like, it's super short, and it uses... It uses tricks you're familiar with, but in a new way yeah. because of the format. And that was like, okay, cool. He also made a really crappy second film that's also the same type of film called Dash Cam. Yeah, I've heard that's really bad. I it's haven't seen that really one. Really? Oh, I don't, I don't yeah. know about that. Uh, but this is his first film going and making like a proper, regular, non found footage, non computer screen film, which we were going, but he did host. I'm like, this is a completely different skill set. Yes. But yes. you know what? Director. I'm going to, it's like this movie is. Uh, kind of, it's it's middle of the road, whatever. It's kind of bad middle. The opening of this movie was legit scary and really disturbing. And I was yeah. like, and I was like, I thought this was PG thirteen. Like yeah. it's really dark. And I thought we were gearing up to. I thought it was going to be R. Like, I know, like that yeah. opening, like the opening scare. The opening. I don't want to spoil it, even though it's the opening thing. Because if you are going to go see it, this is like one of the better moments in the movie. Yeah. Even for like hardcore horror fans, I think like it's a dark. Fucking well, and thing. it's all in one shot, so winner. Yeah. And it, it looks it, good. It yeah. makes you question, like this short story, The Boogeyman, which has been held up for decades as one of the single best, scariest Stephen King short stories. Why would you not say, why don't we like lean into that and go hard R on this and really make one of those films that yeah. people are like? I don't know if you're ready for this, man. Yeah, you know, like like the Evil Dead films have been, where it's right. like, dude, it's. I get you like horror, but you got to be ready for this level right. of horror. And when that's you why know? I was sort of impressed because, if I'm being honest, like 
through the second act of this movie, the scares like really work. I thought it was like pre- working pretty effectively. It's like a classic like and the dark monster. Yeah, and like but some of the setups and the scare is like really good. It's kind of relentless with how much of it. It's oh. like every scene has it. Yeah. And with that opening scene, I was like, man, they're going to pull off like a legit scary PG-13 movie without much gore, just like the yeah. dread. Well, they uh. they what they do so well with like shot composition is that there's a lot of times that people are in the foreground and I don't know about you guys, but I was constantly looking at like yeah. the oh, yeah. black space well, that's around how these them. these films work. It's yeah. negative space. For and sure. All the negative space in there and you just like try to see if there's like two little dots in there. Yeah. There. No, yeah. but um, so that's right. Hello, eh, right? Eh, oh, yes. Yeah, and then Alan. Hello, hello. I'm Chris. Alan, why don't you talk about what the plot for this movie is? Oh my god, <laughs> you're just throwing the plot to me. New I Orleans, am, Alan, the plot. go for it. Yeah, I just got back from New Orleans after like three hard days of drinking. So, so. all these guys <laughs> are drinking whiskey and eating po' boys. Yeah, <laughs> is that what happened? Right? No. Okay. So, I mean, it's it opens. <laughs> <laughs> with the boogeyman doing some boogeyman shit. Should, should I hand it to Wright instead? I'm no, your just boogeyman. No, we could. We, I think I. But you got that too. Do you want it. my phone? Do you want my phone for the plot description here? I'll give it to you in case here. Uh, refreshment. Here, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, there's, well, you know, okay, so... Oh, okay, okay, the boogeyman is scheduled to be... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it starts with the boogeyman doing some boogeyman shit to a family. And then we go to another fam. Okay, this is not what I was looking for exactly. You want, like, the official... Yeah, the actual plot. What is the plot of this film? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Right, what is the plot of this film? My brain is kind of dead. Right just saw this movie. I I, I did just see this. I killed, like, a thousand brain cells between seeing this movie and now. No, And he only has 500 brain cells. We saw it, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. So, it's like... Okay, so, uh, the the main plot of the story is about a, a widower... And his two kids, uh, a teenager, uh, Sadie or Sarah, I don't know, and his younger daughter. Um, they're dealing with the grief of their uh, the mother and his wife who died in a car wreck. And uh, lo and behold, uh, the father is a psychiatrist. And he's, you know, he's not dealing with his wife's death. And the kids are kind of dealing with the aftermath of, like, they're the kids that have a dead mom. And, uh, and so there's all this kind of, like, dark shit. But... Uh, lo and be- uh, like all of a sudden, David, uh, the scary guy, and David Dustmalchian. Yeah, he's so good. I love that guy. I ran into him at uh, South by. Uh, he's awesome. Did, did I he, was like, like stab oh, you I, and laugh or something. No, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I like I didn't get, I didn't talk to him, but I was like, I literally bumped into him. Oh, sorry. Oh shit, that's David Dustmalchian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I can never say his last. He was name. in the Dark Knight. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> he's he's a uh, polka dot man. Yeah. Um, he comes in obviously very very distraught. Uh, and he talks about basically the cold open is how his family is murdered he, by, he, uh, he thinks the boogeyman or a monster or some kind. He, he feels like, yeah, he's what the, did I say? Boogeyman doing boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. Shit. He, I was on it. He feels like the, uh, uh, not Mark Wahlberg, Donnie Wahlberg role in the success, right? You're totally, just like, totally, yeah, you're totally, that guy totally. that who's yeah. totally unhinged yeah. and you're going to launch the, plot. right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, one thing leads to another and, uh, the quote unquote curse, let's say of the boogeyman, uh, is uh, now infiltrating this family. And uh, the rules are relatively simple because if you've seen any other fucking it's lights movie, out. it's, it's lights, lights out. out. Yeah. Basically, if there's lights on, you're good. If there's lights out, you're bad. Yeah. And uh, and so they have to deal with it. Oh, there, it might actually be a goddamn monster. Despite constantly forgetting that there are lights in their house to turn on. The well, whole movie. But here's the whole here, fucking movie. Yeah, they're, they're always like, but it's too dark. Like, there's literally a lamp in the scene yes, with you. But, in the, frame. the boogeyman but, starts but, clicking but lights. He off. clicks lights and he also can blow uh, candles out. By the way, there is actually a boogeyman. And uh, I. 
you know, it's the thing is, is like I was, I agree with you is that there, and I was telling you about this is that I genuinely get anxious and afraid in like, uh, dark afraid of the dark movies. Me too. Like, yeah, this I, is my like, wheelhouse to yeah, be scared. Totally, I totally. Love the dark. I, I, totally fu- be like- I am such a fucking scaredy cat. With like in real life, when it's dark outside, I'm like, put me in an isolation tank, I'm dude. Good. No way. Yeah. Like uh, I remember, I was picking up mail from a friend, and I had to like take the mail and then go around back and put it on their back patio. Why has it got to be mail? And the thing is, mail? hold on one second. All right, sorry. And I was so fucking terrified of the dark. I see, and because I, I, they wanted me to go in there, like their laundry room in the back, and I, I couldn't turn on the light, so I literally threw their mail and I ran out. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck predator!" and uh, and I just ran away. It really helps genuinely having accepted that there are no such thing as like supernatural monsters. Yes, I know. And I know. Going into those situations. Yes, so, I know. Yeah. but I'm sorry, my imagination <laughs> runs away. I, I still get it too. Like, yeah, I don't believe in any. No, goose, I don't know, ghouls, goose and ghouls. Do you not ghouls though? No. Do you not though? Because it sounds like you guys do. No, I really don't. It's just something like it sounds it, like you're giving lip service to not believing. It's Look, really yeah. effective. we're children, Chris. I okay, know. by comparison, yes. by comparison, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. After your hundred and seventieth year, you're kind of kinda like there's nothing. <laughs> except like, well, me. Except me. Yeah, exactly. Chris uh, might be looking the looking in the dark. Yeah, yeah, like, me. I, I, oh, oh, I'm the monster. Oh, but. It, it it reminded me moments of and I know we were talking about this and you didn't really care for it of smile a little bit every yeah, now and then because because uh, there are moments where you know the the daughter is also trying to believe it and um and then when she finally does she's trying trying to sort of explain things it's funny we were talking about Spider Man shit earlier uh, it's like she just needs to explain it but the thing is like it's the goddamn boogeyman and how does like the father like are you the serious boogeyman. yeah and yeah. so it's like <laughs> it, it doesn't. You know, it, Plus, you have to say the boogeyman, which feels awkward, even in a review of the movie called The Boogeyman, to right. say the boogeyman. Right, it just I feels know. like I'm talking to a toddler. Well, th- that's a Dame, a David uh, Matendema, um, his <laughs> wife, who's still alive. Yeah. She says like that my kids called it the boogeyman, and it was the one time I rolled my eyes. But the I, the audience I was with, they're like, yeah, <laughs> oh like, yes, okay. Now we're remembering this movie. No, no. Oh, my <laughs> oh God. boy. Well, I say that as kind of a critique because it it's such a paint by numbers horror movie. Yeah, totally. And that exposition dump was the first time I was like, oh, this movie's going to suck. Like, up until that point, I was like, the scares have been good. It was like fucking an hour in. Well, I know. Well, an hour in, I was like, this is going to be kind of a paint by numbers, but if the scares are effective, which they have been up to this point, it's like, it's fine. It's serviceable. Nothing new. It is paint by numbers, though. It's it's very formulaic. What it when it is playing with the formula, it's not doing a terrible job. There's nothing no. about it that's terrible. It's just like we've it's, seen this movie. The before. first, the lame. first scene that it's is lame. the first scene that is truly bad is that exposition dump, and that's where the scenes just all start falling. But apart. it falls all the things. Like first off, like like you have to have some sort of uh, device that makes it where you can shoot the same scenes everybody's seen a billion times. One percent differently, and here it's the the daughter, the youngest daughter, has a glow light up moon thing that she can roll into places. Yeah, which weirdly they get rid of halfway through the film because that's the one really effective tool this movie yeah, has but to work with. There's a lighter that is actually kind of great. I was like, okay, even though it's super cheesy, uh, <laughs> I was like, I kind of dug it, uh, and I'm glad that it was still written. It. Like, it felt very like college student scripty like it's like right. hey good on you no, for I mean, bringing it back around it just, there's a lot of like 
it feels like this went through like nine writers to just yeah. make it streamlined to the point where it's banal yeah. instead of like anything daring. Now, but they also did the thing where they were like, hey, this is, is possibly a good IP, so let's attract some real talent, which they have Chris Messina, who just recently had a fantastic yeah. supporting turn in air. I also often when i'm watching that movie i'm like this movie needs more christmas in it because he is so he's good in he's movie. such a great actor yeah. i remember him in devil anyone remember that i hate that movie. oh I man i forgot about that movie yes yeah, so did he is that the elevator movie yes yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. i fucking hate that movie it's <laughs> m night Shyamalan. i will not get m night produced moment. he didn't yeah. even write yeah but he, he wrote the story i think he wrote the story oh, did he? Okay. yeah oh, but you know messina plays a dad and he is doing his best here with what he's got and then you have uh sophie thatcher who is fulfilling the thing of every young actress who's like, look, you're just going to have to do a horror movie at some point. You're an upcoming actress. You've had a couple big things. She's like the punk chick that everybody loves in yellow jackets on Showtime. She's great. Oh, is she in that? Yeah, she's like the best. Oh. She's she's the best new actress in that. Yeah, um, she was like good. everybody loves her. And then she in the uh, Book of Boba Fett, she was one. She was the leader of the bike punks, which was the even oh though that whole God. concept was stupid. That's right. She was good. In I, it. I didn't watch. The Wait, gosh. was the the younger daughter Leia? What? I, uh, in in uh, uh, an Obi Wan, what are you talking about? What younger daughter? The the in the, the, in the, the, the sister in the Boogeyman. The uh, who the uh, fuck do you think I'm talking about? I don't know. You confused me. Uh, Vivian Lyra Blair, who actually is really good. She actually got best known for uh, her role in Bird Obi-Wan? Box. Oh, oh that okay, okay. As well, but yeah, she was Leia Organa. And I Obi-Wan. fucking knew it. Oh, That's who she was. Yeah. That's a good pull. Yeah, she was. She was not too bad. I liked them both. I liked everyone in it. But everything about this feels like studio-structured horror this, like this, theater release yeah. of a, a film where it's like people who are just familiar enough to audiences, they're doing a good job, the director's doing a good job, the effects are more than... There's no point where you're like, that effect looks bad. The effects well, look all fine. Mm. Really? Oh, really? Well, see, th- this is my real problem with the movie, because like, I am fine with a sort of like paint-by-numbers horror movie if... Like I was saying, if it's effective and it works, and it's like, okay, I expect it'll happen, but fun little scares, good time at the theater. But that scene with the, all the scenes with the wife in the old house, those scenes are like nonsensical. And there's like a really bad CGI, and the third act is just like a CGI, not scary. It's like an action movie at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. And that shit is just... I didn't C- have a problem CGI with the CGI. Will ne- it was it'll just never pre- be scary. I didn't though. have a problem with the CGI. It just looked predictable. Yeah, it but was, CGI, yeah, okay. is just, it's never scary. Like, once you show the monster and it's like looks like a thing... I thought like they did thing. a serviceable job not going, uh, like, seeing all of it like in clear light yeah because that that would have been a mistake that'd be like because there there are moments when like there was a really eerie weird thing where the boogeyman was let's say accosting someone towards the end you're like what the fuck is happening and uh because you you can't really see it it's all like still in the dark Mm -hmm. and that was pretty good no yeah that's what i'm saying but like man i don't know that whole end sequence the battle with the boogeyman was just like Battle of the Boogeyman. I couldn't tell where any of the characters were in relation to the Boogeyman. Like they're moving around this like seamless, like in, endless basement. All I can say is none of that shit would have worked. I've been in that situation so many times <laughs> from the Boogeyman point of view, and I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, this is all like, yeah, we know, we've been through this. Like that's not going to work. Yeah. That's yeah, and, and and that's where the movie just falls. I mean. He, Third acts of horror movies like this typically are bad. It, it they always kind of delve into like the action. Yeah. We set up the traps, kill the monster, or whatever, and it almost never. If you're going to do something new and innovative and cool, then great. But this 
blows its wad on that with that stupid lighted ball thing yeah. early on, which is a cheap little technique, which has got a couple cool moments with they do with it, but yeah. they're not super cool. They're still like, we've seen a version of this before. I did like seeing, though, uh, the young sister getting into some real fucking peril. I was like, oh, okay, all right. I, I thought they were going to go places. Well, see, <laughs> that's it was right at the edge of pushing the limits of a PG-13 horror movie, and yeah. it never quite went over there. And I don't... Because it feels like from that opening scene, okay, you're going to go there. Yeah. This is going to be one of those movies that goes there. Like, it's be really actually going to deliver it and be so dark that you're like, oh, fuck. But it's not. Yeah. yeah. And not even talking Again, about gore. just go see Evil Dead Rise instead yeah. if that's what you want. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm not even talking about the level of gore, just the, the grim nature of what we're what dealing with here. What it's actually doing. And yeah. it, just shy, it just gets away from it. And it, like, it's a trope of like every horror movie is about trauma now. And they have to. And oh all, horror movies have been about trauma for a long time, Fucking but trauma. they have to say it yeah, but so they have explicitly. To, but that's the thing is like, it used to be about trauma in a way that was like, you, it's implicit in your understanding it's of the it. It's the metaphor, so, yeah. In a subliminal, not even subliminal, but you know what I mean. Like, it's a subtle way. And now it's mm. just like, I've got to go to a therapist There's and literally, say what my trauma exactly, is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, take, it takes like... It, it's, it's all say, not show. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Frustrating. Yeah. And, and there, that's the thing of this movie. It's just, I think we all agree, it's super formulaic to the point where we're like, every aspect of this film is we've seen before. It's not that they're done badly. It's just we've seen it all before. Yeah. What do you have new for us? What have you done for me lately? <laughs> the boogeyman. And the answer is nothing. <laughs> There's not a single frame of this film that I'm like, I haven't seen this before in another movie done better. Yeah. You know, it's fine. And high schoolers going to see this in the movie, wanting their date to like put their head into their shoulder because they're too scared. Sure. It's great. I get it why they release in the theaters. I love but... that all the kids are listening to Screener Squad. <laughs> They're like, okay, sweet. Well, technically, this is highly suspect reviews. Highly suspect reviews. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> but like, for if you're a real horror fan, you're like looking for something. You know, you want the next ring or whatever it is. You know, like this is not it. No. Yeah. No. The yeah. ring went there. Yeah. No. The ring is a genuinely terrifying. Yeah. And also one of the few. G- really genuinely maybe better than the original adaptations of, yeah. uh, of horror where yeah. you're like we're making a remake it's better than the original yep. uh, I've seen all the originals very, many times as you might not be surprised anybody who follows me on digital noise and hmm. I'm telling you the, the, the Verbinski version of the ring is better than any of the Japanese ones I would bet yeah yeah <laughs> this what happened yeah, I mean yeah. I don't know it, it just feels lazy. Yeah, the boringness yeah. of it, and then I, I, in the third act, I disagree. It was done well. It was actually a boring movie that was like fine, doing like its job, and then the third, it doesn't even do that well. So yeah. it's like yeah. it gets it gets real bad for me there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, going to your final thoughts, Alan. Um, final thoughts. Yeah, it just kind of summed it up there. Like it's a cliched horror movie that with through the first hour I was like, you know, it's cliched, but the scares are effective. And as someone who is afraid of the dark, I'm not ashamed to say it. Neither am I. Like, fuck the dark, baby. Such there, there are moments in the movie where I was like, <laughs> I was afraid to keep looking at the screen because I, this is totally, a, this totally. is exactly in my wheelhouse of what scares me. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not surprised. Like, there's nothing here structurally that's different, but it's working on me. And then it just really starts to not work and not yeah. be scary because they really do away with that stuff. And it becomes like, we got to fight the CGI monster with CGI fire. And it's yeah. like, oh, gives a shit. So like, yeah, yeah, the CGI fire looked terrible. It, I'll give you it's that. Bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just never scary. Like, and also self-evident. Like, you know, early on, you're like, just fucking use fire. Yes, yes. <laughs> burn this, burn this bitch. All right. So, um, yeah, I'm like a 
four out of ten uh, <laughs> empty cribs. Right. Ooh. Right. What about you? Uh, this was the basically your life story. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this is the twenty third best horror film of two thousand five. Uh, wow. All right. So now list all the others. Well, uh, it <laughs> feels like a movie from that era. Like yeah. early mid two thousands, like it felt like it was shot in two thousand four, shelled, and like all right, now uh, that new Wes Craven movie just came out, let's release this now. And uh, it's, I, I feel like to, to y'all's or to your point, like you know, teenagers go see it, you'll probably have a fun time, and that's kind of about it. It's nothing to write home uh, to mom about at all, which is you know unfortunate because I, I really do like Host and you know Stephen King's great and all, but like they, I think that they. They kind of stretched the story too thin, and they just didn't... I think this was more of a, a cash grab since it was PG-13, because this would have been really interesting to see if they went full hard R. Yeah. And uh, then they again, that's... They could have made a solid film out of th- the They concept. really could have, yeah. yeah. And, and like that's the thing, too, is like, you know, I, I understand the, the film industry where it's like, oh, yeah, it's an industry and it's entertainment and they have to make money. But, like, you know... I, I always think about, like, what if it went the other route? Well, it's always like, if you have an IP that's that strong, why would you hand it off to someone and have a bunch of people standing around it in production level who are just like, no, 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 but it's got to be, like, toned down. It's got to be, like, acceptable to all audiences, yeah. as opposed to making a film that may not get the strongest initial opening. Right. But like because a classic of classic kind of thing. But then will spawn sequel after sequel it, after right. sequel. It definitely seems like it's studio noted. Hardcore, totally, you know? totally, and yeah. PG thirteen horror movies can work. I've seen PG thirteen horror movies that are well, scary. The ring, the ring, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it, it's very doable to keep it in those bounds. But it's it, it's the cliche and with the fumbling of the end. The end yeah. is so shitty. Yeah, yeah. but um, I thought everyone in it was I, I would say fairly good. Uh, like I, I thought the the two sisters. I don't yeah. think uh, Chris uh, whatever his fucking name is. Uh, yeah, uh, he didn't was he wasn't like given enough to do until like the very end. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, because horror movies have to be, for, yeah. for generalized, they're yeah. always about the teenage girl. Yeah. They're always about the teenage girl. And, and I thought they were both pretty good. Um, I, I think even, like, the some of the situations that the, the younger sister was in, it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. that, like, this is this is fun to see, uh, like, a little kid, like, in that much peril. Like, no, this monster is goddamn real. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm going to give it a... Uh, I think you said four. Yeah, I'm going to give it four out of ten. Um, baby arms coming out of mouths? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, again, almost all on the same page here. I think I rated a little higher than you guys just because of going, stepping, taking a step back and going like, this was not made for me as a horror fan. Mm-hmm. This was made for a different type of audience. And for that, I think it's perfectly acceptable what it is. It's better than most of the films like this come out. That's true. In fact, I liked it better than Smile. Sorry. Okay. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I just I kept on thinking about mess. Smile. Um, this like, it's nothing new at all, but I thought it was largely, except for some of the fire issues in the third act, <laughs> very competently made. I know it's faint praise as they say, but I'm going, yeah, the actors are all good. This is going to do nothing but reflect well on them and their careers for what they, their performances in this film. They're all really good in it. I think the director will have a chance to do something better after this. It's going to direct the dark tower, but I suspect this was a lot of like this IP is a Stephen King IP. So you're going to do what we tell you, you know? Yeah. Uh, a lot of like, yeah, we're not looking to push the envelope here. Just make 
a film Which is for so teenagers funny. to see in the theaters. It's, it's like, wait, you're making a Stephen King out of it. Well, look at the fuck. Go, go yeah, for why it. Why not do the one that's famously one of his scariest stories and actually go for it? But <sighs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give this 4.5 out of 10. Um, I don't know, lunar light balls that shouldn't have ended their presence in the film in the second act. So just marginally higher yeah, than our... Marginally higher. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, <laughs> that acting did it for you. Right no, I mean, it was, it was they were solid performances. No, I don't yeah. want to shit on it because everybody is giving it their all. No. They're trying that, yeah. really hard. And I agree. Like The director, like it's not like he was... I have some issues with some of it, but like for the most part, like those scary scenes that you want to work do work. Yeah, yeah. skill they the, work. They're just not so wildly unoriginal. You're like, okay, yeah. That psychiatrist scene with like the flashing light is like, ooh, yeah. that's not bad. Also, like uh, Hollywood, please read into what therapists are legally allowed to do <laughs> or not do. I don't think they know what they. I do. don't think they know yeah. what yeah. how that works. That was a wild. This, this, this wild is what I want to do. Yeah. I want to scare the shit yeah. out of uh, <laughs> Like, what's allowed when someone is coming in? Is you're not allowed to really just go immediately. Go, hey, I'm yeah. gonna go take a piss. Hey, cops, come in here. Like, <laughs> I mean, sure, if they're brandishing a knife or something, but the guy's like, I'm scared by things. Yeah, that's not really enough to call the cops. I'm just saying. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Although I'll call them right now. Hello, therapist. Wright is recording with me right now. (laughs) He's here. Come get him. I'm your boogeyman.